بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all that exists May Allah Salah and Salam be upon the Prophet Muhammad, his noble and pure family and his companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection Inshallah we can continue tonight the explanation of Surah Al-A'la uh, Surah number 87 from part 30 of the Quran uh, we reached verse 14 last night we reached verse 14 and this is based on the tafsir by Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al which uh, just came up recently and uh, inshallah we'll try to finish the entire part inshallah part 30 of the Noble Quran <coughs> can uh, brother Ayman Jazakumullah uh, khair or anyone else who want to contribute by uh, posting the text so this is number 14 verse number 14 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى The first verse قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى أَفْلَحَ Can you put the verse inshallah the translation of the meaning so that people can follow inshallah brother Ayman if you can do that it would be nice inshallah This is verse uh, number 14 Indeed Whoever purifies himself Shall achieve success Shall achieve success So Aflaha is taken from the Arabic Al-Falah which means success And this is a comprehensive term And it means Al-Fawzu bil-Matloob Attaining what is sought وَالنَّجَاتُ مِنَ الْمَرْهُوبِ And Salvation from what is feared This is the meaning of Al-Falah, of success So it, compri- it comprises every good It comprises every good And it repels It's repelling against every evil the saying of Allah Man in the verse whoever purifies himself this is taken from the Arabic التزكية, which means purification and that's where zakah is derived from التزكية. why? because it purifies the person from despicable manners and characteristics like that of misery as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the Quran خذ من أموالهم صدقة تطهرهم وتزكيهم بها and take from their wealth a charity, a due charity that purifies them and that makes even their wealth grow because this is the zakah as in Surah At-Tawbah verse 103 so tazakah in this verse here means tatahara purified himself and this this purification is 
twofold a parent and that which is related to the inward so first of all one should purify himself from the shirk with respect to the relation with Allah one should purify himself yuzakki nafsahu min ash-shirk yatazakka min ash-shirk meaning to purify himself from shirk in terms of the relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thus this means worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having the whole religion sincere for him having the whole religion sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't show off doesn't make people hear of his worship or of his actions in order to show off not seeking a rank or a leadership in that which he worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather he read he needs or he wants he intends in this the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the hereafter this is one aspect the second aspect of tazakka <coughs> the purification is in relation to the following of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam such that he doesn't invent in the sharia in the law things that are not in it whether they are in plenty or little neither in matters of creed nor in the sayings or the actions this is the tazkiyah regarding Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and thus it means following him without an innovation and this he said the shaykh rahimahullah la yantabiqu tamaman this indeed does not apply illa ala tariqati salafiyya tariqati ahli sunnah wal jama'ah this does not apply except on the salaf's way the way of ahli sunnah wal jama'ah those who believe in all that which Allah has described himself in the book or on the tongue of his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam according to the salafiyya way to the way of the salaf they don't invent in innovations neither in sayings or in act of worship nothing they invent nothing regarding the religion of Allah and so you find them following that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought from the sharia in opposition are those who, in contrast rather, uh, in contrast to those who, the innovators, who innovate in the remembrances of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inventing ways of dhikr, uh, either in terms of its kind or in its way or characteristics, or in its performance, as it is the case, كَمَا يَفْعَلُهُ بَعْضُ أَصْحَابِ الطُّرُقِ مِنَ الصُّوفِيَّةِ وَغَيْرِهِمْ As it is the case, practiced by some followers of the Sufi ways and others also from the purification also from the Tazkiyah purification is that which is related to treating the creation in such a way that he would purify the person would purify himself from hatred enmity you know towards his Muslim brothers and thus you will find him safe and sound and pure with his heart regarding his brothers he loves for them what he uh, is pleased for himself and he wouldn't like for any one of them to be uh, touched by anything harmful rather he would love to see people safe from every evil and 
guided to all that which is good. So this term, as you have seen now, tazakka, means that which he, that the one who is purified outwardly and inwardly, inwardly purified from shirk, associating no partners with Allah, and he is also inwardly purified from ashak, from doubt, and from hypocrisy, as well as from enmity towards Muslims and hatred against them. In addition to other things which uh, that are obligated for the heart to be purified from. As to the outward, he safeguards uh, his tongue and his limbs from aggression against the slaves of Allah Azza wa Jal, and thus he doesn't backbite anyone, he doesn't slander, he doesn't uh, insult anyone, and doesn't transgress against anyone by beating or taking the wealth of others unlawfully or such. So this tazkiyah, as you can now hear, is kalimatun amma, is a general term, tashmul comprises at-tatahur, which is the purification from every filth, outward or inward. And there we can see now from the discussion that it has three relations. The purification has three relations. One, the first one, that is which is the right of Allah. That is which is the right of Allah. The second relation is that which is the right of the Messenger wasallam, And the third regarding the general public. In terms of the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he should make purification from shirk and thus worships Allah having the whole deen, the whole religion for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As to the right of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then he ibtida' and thus he uh, purifies himself from innovation and thus he will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in accordance with the sharia and what it entails in regard to the creed, in regard to the saying, as well as the action. As to the treatment of people, then he purifies himself from hatred, from enmity, and such. And all of that which would bring enmity and hatred between Muslims, he will keep away from that. And rather he, on the other hand, will do all that which brings forth uh, love and friendship between them. And from this is Ifsha'u salam greeting Muslims with salam which the Prophet said regarding it لا تدخل الجنة حتى تؤمنوا you will not enter paradise until you believe ولا تؤمنوا حتى تحابوا and you will not believe until you تحابوا love each other أفلا أدلكم على شيء shall I tell you of something إذا فعلتموه تحاببتم if you do it then you will love each other. And he said, Afshu salama baynakum. Spread the salam between you. This salam greeting is from the strong means that brings forth love and closeness between the Muslims. And this is something witnessed. If someone passes by you and doesn't greet you with salam, then you feel something in your heart towards him. وَإِذَا لَمْ تُسَلِّمْ عَلَيْهِ And if you don't do the same to him, أَنْتَ صَارَ فِي نَفْسِهِ شَيْءٍ Meaning he also will find something, you know, uh, about you in his, in, within himself. However, if you do greet him, 
or he greets you, it will, it will be like a linkage, a bond that entails love and friendship. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the other hadith, وَتَقْرَأِ السَّلَامِ عَلَى مَنْ عَرَفْتَ وَمَنْ لَمْ تَعْرِفْ And you spell the salam and greeting upon those whom you know and those who you don't know. And however, nowadays, most people only uh, greet those whom they know. And those whom he doesn't know, then he doesn't greet them. And this is wrong. Why? Because if you only limit it to those whom you know, then your salam is not pure for Allah's sake. Then your salam is not pure for Allah's sake. And thus greet all those whom you know and those whom you don't know from the Muslims, so that you attain the goal of spreading love between the Muslims and between each other. And also this is from the perfection of Iman. This is from the perfection of Iman. And the ultimate is the Khulil Jannah entering paradise as came in the hadith which was which has just preceded. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the people of paradise. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Wadakarasma Rabbihi Fasallah. The uh, next verse please. Wadakarasma Rabbihi Fasallah. And remembers and glorifies the name. This is number 15. And remembers and glorifies the name of his Lord. Worships none but Allah. And prays, meaning the five compulsory prayers. And acts the nawafil, the additional prayers. Can we have this verse please, Brother Ayman? Meaning he remembers Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the name al-ism in this verse وَذَكَرَسْمَ meaning the name مِنْ أَجْلِ أَنْ يَكُونَ الذِّكْرُ بِاللِّسَانِ so that the remembrance be by the tongue because he utters by the tongue the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he says for example Subhanallah glorified is Allah above every imperfection high is he above every imperfection and he also says Walhamdulillah all praise is due to Allah and he also says, Wallahu Akbar, and Allah is the most great. So he mentions the name of Allah. And also, it means remembrance of the name of Allah by worshipping Him, making the worship sincere for Him. And in this regard, in this mentioning, enters the wudu, which we do. Falwudu min dhikrismillah. Wudu is from the remembrance of the name of Allah. Why? Because the person does not make the wudu except as it except that it is being a compliance to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And secondly, if he starts the wudu process, then he would say Bismillah. And if he finishes the wudu, when he finishes the wudu, he will say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. I bear witness that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ And I testify that Muhammad is the slave and messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
اللهم اجعلني من التوابين واجعلني من المتطهرين Oh Allah make me from those who hasten abundantly for repentance واجعلني من المتطهرين and those who are purified ومن ذكر الله عز وجل also from the ذكر from the remembrance of Allah the most high the most magnificent the most mighty is خطبة الجمعة is the sermon of Friday the Friday sermon because this is from the remembrance of Allah since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا نُوذِيَ لِلصَّلَاةِ مِنْ يَوْمِ الْجُمَعَةِ فَسْعَوْا إِلَى ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَذَرُوا الْبَيْعَ Oh, who you believe if the proclamation is made to conduct the salah on the day of Jum'ah and therefore come to the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and leave off businesses and everything else this is in Surah Al-Jumu'ah, which is chapter uh, 62, verse 9. And it is the saying of some of the ulama regarding this verse, and remembers the name of his Lord, meaning Fasallah, it refers to Salat al-Jum'ah. This is a saying of some of the scholars, rahimahumullah. Hadhi al-ayah, this ayah, rather comprises all the prayers that are preceded by remembrances. And there is no prayer except that there is, that it is preceded by remembrances. Because the person conducts the wudu before the Salah, and thus remembers the name of Allah and therefore goes after that for the salah. So therefore, the, the correct opinion that this verse is more general, and therefore what's intended by this is the all the remembrances of the name of Allah Azza wa Jal, and thus every time a person remembers the name of Allah, it will be an admonition, and he will come to the to he will come to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and praise. وَذَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّهِ فَصَلَّى وَالصَّلَاةِ is the one which we know of and this is a'ibadah, a worship that contains sayings and actions it, started, it starts with takbir and it ends with taslim the salah that we all know then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in the next verse verse number 16 please بَلْ تُؤْثِرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala moved to tell us that about the condition of man in the sense that he prefers the life of this world. Why? Because, you know, it is ajila, it occurs, uh, its affairs and things occur and he uh, witnesses them. And we know that man has been created from ajal <coughs> and likes that which is you know which comes hasty and so that's why you find him yu'fir al-hayat al-dunya that he would prefer the life of this world and it is really described its description befits its title in the sense that dunya Dunya, the dunya, this life of this world, uh, 
in terms of its timing, in terms of its qualities. As to its timing, it is dunya, meaning it precedes the hereafter. So it precedes the hereafter. And this dunya here refers to being al-qurb, meaning it's near. As to its description and qualities, it is imperfect. And this is the reality of it. No matter how it stays, and no matter how long a person stays in it, his ultimately he is going to perish. And it, the same, the dunya, the life of this world, will perish. And regardless of how much it flourishes itself, beautified to the man, to the person, ultimately it will go to fade and wither and wilt. And that's why there is no joyful day of a person, a person may encounter, except that it is followed by sorrow and a changing to the opposite. There is no time that passes where there is complete joy. There must be grief, worry, and trouble. And there is no comfort and rest. There must be toil. So the dunya fits well with its meaning and its title. Wal-akhira, the hereafter, khayrun wa abqa. Excuse me. Khayrun wa abqa. Let's have the next verse, please. Wal-akhira tu khayrun. Hereafter, however, is better. Wa abqa, meaning is more lasting. This one will vanish, will vanish, will perish. And it's also better in the sense of that which it contains from the pleasure and favors and bounties, which is everlasting, and which is not touched by any grief or worry. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in Surah Al-Hijr, verse 48, No sense of fatigue shall touch them, no sense of fatigue shall touch them, nor shall they even be asked to leave. And also, it is our more lasting than this life, than this life of this world. The staying, the time limit of this life is limited and will come to an end. Contrary to the staying of the lasting of the hereafter, it is forever. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْأُولَى Verse 18, إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْأُولَى Verse 18 please. 
Verily, this is in the former scriptures. This is in the former scriptures. Then the next verse after that, Suhufi Ibrahim wa Musa, Allah made it clear, which are the former scriptures. The scriptures of Ibrahim, Abraham, and that of Musa, of Musa alayhim salam Okay. Meaning, <coughs> that which has been mentioned, that man prefers the life of this world over the everlasting one of the hereafter, and forgets about the hereafter, is mentioned in the former scriptures, as well as all that has been mentioned in the verses of this, in the admonitions in, this, in these verses of this surah, all has been mentioned in the former scriptures. What scriptures Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to? Those of of Ibrahim, of Abraham, alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, paintbrush, alaykum salam, Ibrahim and Musa, alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. And in these there are admonitions that make the heart soft and correct the situations of people. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who will be given good in this life and good in the hereafter and from those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect from the tormenting punishment in the hereafter. He is the all generous subhanahu wa ta'ala. This brings the end of this uh, explanation, the Surah Al-A'la chapter 87. Inshallah tomorrow we will move to the explanation of the next surah, which is Surah Al-Ghashiyah, the overwhelming, which is 88, which is 88. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala muhammadin, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We're going to have a short break, inshallah, before we move to the next topic, inshallah. Alaykum as-salam, alaykum as-salam, alaykum as-salam, rahmatullahi ta'ala, barakatuh, for those who, okay, came late. 